0: Eric coming at you live from Radio City Music Hall Just fucking kidding, happy Wednesday This is Eric without a Focus and I'm talking to Nick Nick, what's up dude? I'm a lot closer to Radio City than you are I know you are, that would have been appropriate for you to do You ever been to Radio City?
1: Uh, I haven't actually seen a show in there But I've been, I've walked past it a few times and Like oh look, there it is Fun. Have you ever had unsolicited sex in Radio City? Uh I didn't know there was another kind.
0: Is there oh. Wait, is that a thing? Yes, actually, you can have solicited sex. <laughs> <laughs> um happy Wednesday to all you jolly jolly listeners. Uh happy 20th episode. Holy shit. Oh my god, we're growing up so fast. Oh my god. Um and just like a 20-year-old actually just like an underage girl that R. Kelly peed on. You want to hear about what his defense is, by the way, for his abuse case? All right, starting off yeah. uh, real light. Let's hear yeah. it. He claims that he can't read. He claims that he can't read, so he couldn't properly defend himself in his sex abuse case. Oh, oh, I can't oh. read. Okay,
1: so <laughs> I, I, my brain. Stopped for a second because I was right. trying to get the so you're saying he's not using that as a defense for why he did it, he's using it of why he can't defend himself,
0: right? Hmm. The meta defense,
1: yeah. I can't read,
0: <laughs> but I can't read, therefore, I can't defend myself. Also, that's why I couldn't read the IDs of those underage girls, right? Like they flashed their IDs that said they were 16, but. You know, it's fine. But that's not
1: reading, that's math.
0: Same thing. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't know numbers. If you you know what? If you can't read, I'm gonna assume that you don't know numbers. I don't know. Is that a good assumption? Is that a safe assumption? I don't know. It seems like that's a different thing. It feels like numbers come after letters, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe numbers come before. We need an early education specialist. Yeah, if you're a, a child de- de- developmental psychologist or an early education specialist, hit us up. Um, let us know what comes first. Because I don't know shit. Oh, And what a, what a weird... Uh,
1: what, a, what a strange... That, that whole thing... That whole thing is a, is a whole
0: bucket of nope. I'm trying to think of some of the weirder defenses I've heard. Like, you know, sometimes they'll come up in the news like, Oh... Mm-hmm this person alleged this so therefore this right But I can't think of any right now all I can think of is R. Kelly just <laughs> staring stupidly at a piece of paper
1: well the the one that comes to mind for me is uh just the joke from the South Park episode where they are making fun of the OJ case oh, okay. and Johnny Cochran's doing uh, the Chewbacca defense <laughs> ladies and gentlemen of the jury this is Chewbacca. Tell me uh, about that, because I never saw that episode. Well, like, they was just sort of going on the joke that his, part of his defense strategy was to uh, confuse the jurors. Ah. So as he's just, uh, I don't even remember what the court case was about in the South Park episode. But then, uh, yeah, he just started going on, like on random tangents about Chewbacca and showing if pictures. If the glove does not fit,
0: you must quit. Chewbacca. Okay? Chewbacca. Yeah. I mean, we could get topical and talk about indictments and all that happening in the US politics, which are fantastic. So Why would we do
1: that to ourselves?
0: Yeah, let's get political and totally uh let's torpedo any <laughs> success this podcast might have. Oh, uh, let's build a wall between us and the listeners. <laughs> yeah, let's alienate them. Oh,
1: I see what you did there. You sneaky, sneaky. (laughs) (laughs) You know, my uh, my wife mentioned something this morning, which uh, which was a little shocking. Uh, She said, uh, hey, this year would be, uh, I don't think it's it's actually happening, but your 10 year high school reunion. Holy shit. Been out of high school for 10 years.
0: Whoa, wow. Is that that for me that's in 2020, I think, cuz I graduated right. 2010. You're, but you know, one more year till you're there. But that isn't is, that insane? Ooh, you know what's weird is that I forgot probably 95% of the people I go to high school with or I went to high school with and then sometimes one of them will pop up on my radar and I'm like, "Holy shit, you're a person." Oh yeah, I remember. You're, you're real. You have dreams and aspirations and like two divorces now. <laughs> and six kids. I shit you not. I know somebody who, uh, let's see, he got a girl pregnant. He got married. He divorced her. He married somebody else. And now he has two kids with that girl within the span of 10 years. So that's a pretty, you know. He's been working. He's, yeah. He, he, uh, yes. You are <laughs> correct.
1: <laughs> yes just stopping right there and it, it made me think what what was your because uh, then you know people would ask you when you're leaving high school where do you see yourself in 10 years
0: god um, so where do, where do you think that lines up pretty fucking on the dot because if yeah? you have low expectations you can't disappoint anybody <laughs> including yourself <laughs> I was never one of those kids that's like I'm going to go to L.A. and I'm going to suck some dick and be a wonderful actress. You know what I mean? You're going to show a little skin and be on the silver screen. No. I was like, I'm probably going to be in Utah because all my family's here. And you know what? Fuck it. I kind of like Utah, regardless of, of whatever political differences I may have with people. Uh... I, I, You know, I'm going to be a software engineer Which means I can work anywhere Spoiler alert, I'm a software engineer now Which means I can work anywhere <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah I, Right I met my wife in high school And by the time I graduated I was pretty sure I was going to marry her Because we were together since we were 16 So no surprises for me You you just nailed it Nailed your life plan I, I didn't write it down That's why it worked If you write it down, it doesn't happen is that the secret? I don't know. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Yeah, burn your bujo because if you write stuff down
1: <laughs> No. <laughs> uh,
0: oh, I have two now. Really?
1: Two Bujos? Yeah, well the other one isn't I didn't have enough room for language practice. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, right. So you have I went, a language notebook. I and a I have room. a language notebook now.
0: Yeah. Um wow. So how's your how's your plan line up, by the way, rude of me just to talk about myself?
1: No, that's what this thing is for, is to ask questions and then just wait for your own answer. Um, No, (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think it's similar, similar. When I was leaving, I knew the profession that I wanted to be. Um, I originally was planning on going straight into a master's program. Out of uh, undergrad, but uh, I decided to just take some time and figure. I got really good advice from somebody who said, um, the master's degree is about figuring out what you don't know." Mm. And if you don't know what you don't know, it can be a waste of time. So they advised me to take some time to work in the field. And figure out what don't I know, so when I enter in there, I have questions and I have motivations of ways to improve, so that was cool, so I did yeah, that is nice that and then finishing that not too long ago um yeah i I did it. I got trained in the specialty that I was could never dream that I'd be accepted into, and yeah, it actually is kind of kind of weird, um. Because I don't know if this was like that for you, but for there were so many goalposts that I recently accomplished that mm. there is a little bit of sense of where's the next one?
0: Yeah. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I have a feeling I know what my next ones are going to be, but they're not exciting. Right. Do your taxes. Uh, evade my taxes properly. Oh, okay, okay. Right? Okay. Set up a Shell Corporation, an L- LLC, because uh, registering an LLC in Utah is only like $500, right? And then oh. what you do is you write off all your expenses against that LLC and then you don't pay any taxes. There you go.
1: Hey, uh, I think this podcast needs an LLC. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah, my next couple goals are probably... Uh, And this is the the U.S. dream Pay off debt Because I calculated it Yeah It's big, dude Uh, the debt? Yeah, let me put it My wife calculated it And this is including my cars and my house And student loans and everything But I think I'm looking at about like half a million That's kind of the neighborhood of where my debt is right now Right. Well, including yeah, mortgage, which I'm yeah. sure is the majority of all. Yeah, of that. it is. I mean, people call it an asset, but you look at your bill and you're like, holy fuck. So Right. Yeah.
1: No, that makes sense. Yeah. If you yeah. got a mortgage, it, it makes sense. You're going to be pushing numbers that high. That's something I didn't expect when I was 18. Yeah. 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 Well, I, like I kind of knew th- that would that would happen, at least for
0: student loans for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's still, though, I still get a little bit of that shell shock when I see those big numbers. Anything with with more than three zeros, I'm like, oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> shit your pants time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, it It's kind of. Uh, well, that is I think that that's a good goal. That is on mine as well. If I well, first, if I don't <laughs> if I don't get a mortgage because I don't have one now. I I should be good in 5 years. Hey, Samziez. So, that's that's not bad. That's half the time. What are you going to do with yeah. the rest of it?
0: Oh god. So, okay, 10 years. Uh god, uh pay off all my debt uh cocaine and hookers um for the rest of those five just years. Just bender for the rest of it. You're just going to yeah. be bender. <laughs> No, if we're being if we're being honest, um I think I actually want kids, you know? I think that's a thing. Why not? That is a thing. That people do. A little do. ankle biter that looks like me. Oh god, bless that kid's soul if they look like me. <laughs> poor yeah.
1: poor little bastard.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like ah. Mm. I mean, if I bring a child into this world, they're already at a disadvantage. So <laughs> <laughs> I hope they listen to this. <laughs> Kids, you're playing the game on hard difficulty, and uh, it's <laughs> and my fault. And you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> that, They'll be better for it.
1: Yeah. That is a w- interesting uh, thing that I've heard a few people talk about on podcasts before, of like this being uh, a pseudo record of your past, too, which yeah. is a crazy concept for me to think about.
0: That we, ha- yeah. that we have this. Yeah, like, who knows? Like, in a, a week, we could fucking hate each other. We, <laughs> I, you could totally try to firebomb my house or send me anthrax through the mail because you're in New York. Yeah, um, that's what we do. But uh, for these 20 now. episodes... <laughs> <laughs> for these 20 episodes, you know, it was good. You could look back uh, and let the hate warm your heart. <laughs> I I
1: will. I will. That's okay. oh, yeah.
0: That's what I'm thinking. Uh
1: hmm 10 year 10 year for yeah. me I'm not sure, sure. I, well I have the the same one as you I'm some of them now that I'm sort of entering uh no more school land and just having the professional uh life I'm trying to do some traveling um because I didn't really ever get a chance to do that very much right. before so uh, I'm doing I'm I'm trying to do that. Um, I don't know. I think
0: professional development's a hard one for me because yeah. I'm just like, cool. I'm a software engineer now. What the fuck? Where <laughs> do I go? What you know? Like I, I did it. I made it. And yeah, then and you're people a are like,
1: senior, right? Senior, yeah. Software, yeah.
0: So I, I can go most places if I want to. Um, but I, you know. Like, do I want to stay kind of in the development track? Do I ever want to eventually get to management? What do I want to do? I don't know. That's oh, a thing. Do you think yeah. uh
1: do you think you want to be a manager?
0: Um. How do you like people? I like people. Um, I think it's taken me I think I've been professionally developing now for like six years, maybe seven. Uh and I like people, but I think the thing I've, we've talked about this a ton. Mm -hmm. I like empowering people, right? Mm -hmm. Whether that's with code or whether that's just through whatever, I dig that. So I think that naturally segues to management.
1: Yeah, it does. It does. That's a position I entered recently. Yeah. Um, And yeah, it is, it is different.
0: It's a very different thing. There's Regale me with your managerial experience.
1: <laughs> well,
0: um, well, re-
1: relationships change, especially those uh, initially when I was put into that position. Um, there was I felt some weirdness from a few other people on the staff who were we were all equals previously, right? So that I think can cause some uh, weird feelings, you know, going from being equals to someone being, uh, like administratively over you. Um, but I just tried to be really open and, um, also seeking, uh, input from those people as much as possible. Right. So it didn't feel like, well, I'm just coming in and taking over and fuck all of you guys. Right. (laughs) I'm the boss. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm really curious. The, the place that I'm working uh, is growing really fast. So I have like some... And, and I feel really attached to it, which I haven't felt like th- that with any other place that I've worked where it's been like, well, I could just go and work somewhere else. You know, right. like when right. I'm thinking professional development, a lot of it is on the place that I'm working. Uh, yeah. To improve it i i think yeah so i i would like to uh i'd really like to keep bolstering that which uh there may be some things i can't talk about yet in the in the (laughs) making with that that are that are uh, some maybe some maybe things that might happen with uh yeah with with growth of that place but it's exciting um and I don't know if I can reach this in 10 years, but I, w- I would very much like to be uh, the specialty that I work in. Um, if you continue to train and study with them for a long time, you can also become someone who can offer that training. And oh. I, I would really love to do that at the place that, we, or that I work. I'd like to offer that training there to staff. I think it would be really cool. Because there's so you only seem... two places in the whole country that offer that training, Jesus. so it would be the third.
0: Wow! Hey, look at you. That's kind of cool. All three of oh. them in New York. <laughs> <laughs> you bastards need to spread out. Um, you seem. I feel like we're usually uh, kind of similar on the same page about most stuff. What do you get out of? Mentoring, because I feel like that's a big part of management, and also you wanting to to teach people that certification or that style of music therapy. You know, what do mm-hmm. you what do you get out of that? Um, well, I think it's, I think so
1: much of it is so similar to what I do at work anyway. You know, working uh, with people to uh, empower them to uh, move forward in their, their lives. Like there's a really strong parallel to doing that with staff Hmm. as well, or students. I always, almost every semester I have, um, they call them, there's different words, fieldwork, practicum, whatever. Um, uh, therapy students who come and spend a semester, uh, working with me, um, to, Hmm. uh, and working with my clients um sort of under my supervision. I love doing that because I it's so cool to watch them uh figure stuff out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. And and help them figure stuff out. I it's I think it's strongly tied to why I like the work that I do.
0: I think that makes sense. I think also um going back to the whole mentoring and empowerment stuff, I think I don't know if it was philosophy or fantasy novels that did this for me, but the whole like if you're a king, you have to serve the people type of idea. I think that kind of applies to like management roles, right? If you're above somebody, yeah, you have authority, but really you should use that authority to to serve them, to help them achieve whatever goals they need, right? And also the goals yeah. of the company or something. Yeah. So.
1: Absolutely, because that yeah, that's really important uh, uh and I think also in building the culture and where you're going to yeah. work,
0: or it's going to be like Office Space. Oh, <laughs> you mean uh, my favorite movie that all companies should be like? Oh, I, what is it I, that you do here? Mm, I love
1: that movie. I do too. I'm, PC load letter. I'm gonna have to. I'm going to have to go and watch it again.
0: You ever watch Super Troopers? That was a weird one.
1: Yes. I haven't seen the sequel, though. <laughs> did you see the sequel?
0: No. I know there was a whole big, like, Kickstarter thing around it, and I, I followed that a little bit, but I didn't see the sequel. I haven't. And I, I'm kind of scared to, because there was some magic with the first one, right? There, there was. They just they just hit something just right. They really did. Just, like, shenanigans, these schnozberries. Sa- There's so many quotable lines in that movie. Yeah, that one that one is a, that's a quote fest. And I'm afraid that the second one will be like, try hard, try to capture that magic, and it won't. It'll just slip through their fingers, and we'll all be one step closer to death.
1: <laughs> nice outlook. Yeah. 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 Um, speaking of moving forward, uh, closer your, to death. your your wife is graduating, correct?
0: She is graduating. She's actually taking a final right now congratulations yeah all this work finally coming to an end you know she had an interesting um, I don't know if she saw herself being in the position that she was when she graduated going back to that whole 10 year thing I'm not sure if your wife had that same kind of thing either like did she expect herself to be in the position she's in right now in New York and all that Mm, I don't think so we can ask her sometime that's true we can (laughs) Bring her on again. Um, Yeah. Well, what about yours? You were saying... Um, So she immediately hit the job field outside of high school and worked as a CNA. Because, like, my mom and my aunt were CNAs. And it was a good and quick way to get easy money, right? Mm -hmm. Because usually you get paid a little more for that. And then she was like, oh, I could easily pivot to, like, nursing with this. And then she signed up at UVU to do that. And it turns out that that totally... And absolutely sucks. Oh, fair as a enough. profession, yeah. And the the classes. So she's like, great. I don't know what I want to do now. Uh, so she bounced around a little bit. She was like, business, no, 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 no. Business is not the degree for me. And then she did information systems, I think. But she's like, this is still too businessy. And then she kind of landed on IT, and apparently that was a good enough fit for her. So.
1: All right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I hope I'm not speaking out of school by saying I recently had some job offers.
0: Yeah, she did. Yeah. Um, She's excited about them. She's got a she's doing the whole I got a stew now and think about it. But yeah, she's a she's a stoked.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. It's it's also it's got to be nice to have options, too.
0: Do you remember the first time, I don't know if that's ever happened to you, but the first time you got like a multi job offer?
1: Yeah, actually, it was when I took my first job as a therapist coming out of school um, because I knew that my field is not the biggest in the world. Um, I was willing to leave Utah for a good job, which uh, means that versus a lot of my classmates, I ended up having a lot more work. Uh, opportunities than everyone else, because if all the students just stay there, then uh, there's not enough work for everybody. Um, yeah. So I had two. I had one in. Uh, I had an offer in Indiana, and I had an offer in Texas that were roughly the same. Um, and it yeah, it was just a little difficult to choose. I I honestly think a big part of it was just based on location. Right? Uh, Chelsea and I were talking: Do we want to live in Indiana for a while, or do we want to live in Texas for a
0: while? Yeah, and you kind I of look know. at each other with squinty eyes, like, uh, mm, "Texas sounds more exciting." If I'm honest, but I don't know what part of Texas you were in. So,
1: yeah, well, it was it was uh, it was a hard choice, but I also seem to like the The person who was hiring or offering me the job from Texas also seemed someone who was a little more supportive. Um, okay. Again, we're talking about that thing of like uh, empowering people, so went with that one. That makes
0: sense to me. What um, about you? God, uh, the first time, I can tell you just recently I had that happen um, right before I started work at the current company I was at. I had like two or three offers I was sitting on. Um, which is just a good feeling, right? You know, when companies are like, We want you, you know, imagine like two or three super attractive people just wanting your dick, man. That's a nice feeling. It, it feels kind of <laughs> nice, it does feel kind of nice, and they're willing to pay you for that dick, so that's even better. <laughs> S- uh, speaking of that, so. Notoriously,
1: oh. in the tech world where you and your your wife uh, live, yeah. there's always talk, and people make fun of this, of like weird benefits that companies oh, provide. Yeah. Could you just give us some of the examples that you've run across? Because I think they're fascinating.
0: Um, recently, I think there's one place my wife interviewed at where they had a dry cleaning benefit, a laundry benefit, Right. How does that work? So, you, <laughs> I think that the companies have a deal with other companies in the area, but essentially, you go in, you drop off your shit, and then you get it in two days later. So, you drop it off on Monday in the office, and they'll bring it to you folded and pressed on Wednesday. That's for free. Uh, I don't know if it's free. It might be free or discount or something, but yeah. Cause that's awesome. That is awesome. Fuck I doing w- the laundry. I hate doing laundry. (laughs) Somebody doing laundry for you? Incredible. I know there's places that offer like book budgets as well because tech constantly learning. They're like, great, you get $500 a month or a year to buy whatever programming book you want. Or other places do conference budgets so you can go attend RubyCon or PythonCon or whatever the hell, you know, go learn techniques, get drunk at a conference because that's what people do make a fool of yourself yeah um some of them have weirder ones i'm trying to remember some of the weirder ones i've seen um i mean google had those nap pods which i think is incredible i've never been at a place where i can just nap within a napping area yeah that would be nice um yeah i've
1: heard a lot of them do food stuff right
0: Oh yeah I feel like that's a given But yeah they'll cater your well, lunches Well for your kind your... of job not for us <laughs> Not for us regular folks uh, Catered lunches and breakfasts Are super common Fully st- stocked like kitchens with Breakfast and snacks and shit that's, uh, that's pretty common My last job had a really nice You would just tell somebody what you wanted And they'd buy it at Costco and keep it stocked in the kitchen for you There you go whatever you wanted they just have it
1: Oh, That's
0: yeah. great I was a sucker for chocolate almonds and I was constantly in the kitchen. So
1: That's fantastic. Yeah. I was the just CEO. happy when we got a coffee maker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can now make coffee at work. Um man, at my current company, one of there's a CEO and like a COO and the COO hates popsicles. Whenever the COO has to go somewhere for business, the CEO has like a popsicle day. And I shit you not, they have little like ice cream carts and they have little music like that'll play like an ice cream truck and just walk by everybody's desks being like, who wants some ice cream? And you can just get ice cream. So that's a weird thing. It's also a weird thing that he does it in his absence. I think it became like a joke. Like when the company was like a lot smaller, it was like Mm -hmm. a thing. And now they just roll with it. They're, they lean into it. They're like, cool, he's gone. Let's get some fucking popsicles. And, and they're doing it right. Doing yeah. like
1: mini ice cream trucks and shit in the office. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: And they get the expensive stuff. You know, like the Choco Tacos and all the ice cream you wanted as a kid, but you couldn't afford from the ice cream, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's great. The ones that were like five bucks. And you're like,
1: I, I barely got a
0: dollar out of all my quarters. Yeah, can, can we talk about that, by the way? That ice cream probably cost 50 cents. To maybe less than that to manufacture, and five dollars they're selling it for five dollars to children. Those are insane margins. It's true.
1: It's, yeah. And was is there nothing more uh, joyous than being a kid at home during the summer and you hear that motherfucker coming,
0: and then your mom tells you you can't have ice cream. So joyous. It's the best. Oh, I'm home alone during the summer, so uh I'm scrounging for quarters in the oh. house.
1: So, yeah, I go into full-blown panic mode. Let me find, find four quarters.
0: Find four quarters four, before four, they four pass. Quarters.
1: That's what oh. I did.
0: Do you think there's anybody that graduated in your high school who's currently an ice cream person?
1: N- no. But that's such a weird... I never even thought... Uh, okay, this sounds like such a stoner moment. But that's someone's job. That is someone's job. They do that.
0: <laughs> what do you How think do you that's sh- like? I don't know. You drive around... A tr- kids are super happy to see you, but kids can also be assholes, right? So I don't yeah. know. Uh, yeah, I have mixed feelings on this. It's. I feel like... Is it corporate or is it just like freelance, right? If it's freelance and it's just you, it's got to be pretty chill because you're just driving around a truck, you got your ice cream, you're selling it to kids, you know, whatever. But if you have like quotas you got to make, that sounds stressful.
1: Well, it seems
0: like it's probably like a subcontractor kind of thing. Could you go right now, buy Mm -hmm. your own refrigerated van and become an ice cream man if you wanted to? Or are there steps you have to take? I bet there's like, yeah. It it almost seems like a subcontractor
1: would be the easiest way to go. Find a company probably. that does it, and you probably like lease out the equipment or whatever. Mm. You know, it's or pay like a them franchise. A per- Yeah. Yeah. Probably
0: pay them a certain percentage of or something. If you want the Creamy Man name label on your van, you got to franchise with us. Creamy Man. Creamy Man. Creamy Man ice cream. <laughs> Ooh... <laughs> I I might have to sample that. What was your go-to ice cream? Oh, from the ice cream truck? Hell yeah!
1: I don't know what was yours.
0: I liked the choco taco. I liked the strawberry shortcake ice cream, and occasionally mm. I liked like the classic like drumstick cone. Those were bomb with like the mm. caramel centers. Yeah. Hell yeah! I I
1: would do. I think a lot of the times the remember the push ups. Oh, the yeah, those are awesome. Especially the Flintstones ones.
0: Oh, my That's... brother was a was a buster, and he'd get the like the SpongeBob one with the gumball eyes, and it always looked like a fucking monstrosity when you <laughs> open the <laughs> bag. <Yeah. laughs> looks like it's been in a microwave. Yeah, no, it looks the Chernobyl version of SpongeBob. This was when oh, they dropped God. the nukes.
1: Hi, kids. <laughs>
0: i i captain, <laughs> <laughs> oh my good God, oh yeah, it's so weird to think
1: about ice cream trucks are people's jobs, yeah, that's i wanna know what anybody listening to this do you have a weird job i wanna what's what's
0: your weird job yeah, let me I, be the micro to your weird or dirty job <laughs> yeah
1: i uh I really wanna know, and uh, I think I have a weird job.
0: Kind of, but it's like a weird professional job. Now, granted, when people hear music therapist, do they think you're hippy-dippy in the very beginning? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm fucking
1: putting on some new age music and slowly uh, caressing a gong.
0: We gotta play some Enya.
1: Um, can I tell you that uh, when I was in high school, I had this math teacher who, during tests, he would put on Enya to make because really? he, he was like, I want everyone to relax during the test. It stressed
0: me out. <laughs> <laughs> just that on repeat, yeah. Just that first, that first like measure of the Enya song on repeat. Could you imagine doing that oh for the entire God. test? Well, he'd
1: put on the album and he just oh. like let let
0: the album run. But
1: now. I am like shell shocked by whenever Enya comes on, I like get anxious like it's fucking math he's test you. Yeah, he
0: pathlobbed me. It's you. Enya stresses you out and puts you back in math test mode. It does. It works. <laughs> <laughs> That's he, incredible.
1: He did. It he absolutely did.
0: He ruined oh. it for me. I feel like high school makes us develop really weird character traits. Just putting that out there. Because like in what world, you know, would that happen? Only where a math teacher would fucking play in you during tests.
1: Yeah. And then you're screwed. That's...
0: You're screwed. Oh, I'm trying to think God. of weird instances of Pavloving that I've had or I've heard of.
1: Um, One. Well, there was one that uh, when I was first learning about it. Like more deeply in because there's there's two types of conditioning there's right. uh, classical conditioning and there's operant conditioning right. um, classical difference uh, the main difference between them is classical conditioning is a reflex or uh, um, a like a physiological response while operant is like a behavior mm, okay. So people, in fact, people often use the reference from The Office, you know, the one that I'm talking about where Jim does the Altoid thing to... Uh, oh,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, that's actually a good example of both because the, hmm. uh, the classical uh, conditioning aspect of it is that Dwight uh, salivates and has a weird taste in his mouth. Because he can't can't control that, uh, that's a a physiological, I can't say that word right now, fuck, uh, response. (laughs) While (laughs) him actually sticking his hand out for the Altoid, that's the operant conditioning part of it. So it's actually a good example of both. But when I was first learning about it, the one that I thought would be really interesting that I did with uh, my roommate at the time is... Uh, i got a a sound it was some type of bell or something cuz i wanted i wanted it to be auditory um mm. and every time that i made this sound um we i would turn the lights off
0: oh okay in
1: in our room and we did this over and over over and over we we'd let his eyes adjust then we'd go back and we'd huh. do that over and over and over and over because then the cool thing that happened is that then I just played the tone one time and didn't turn the lights off, and his pupils dilated. Oh my God. Because it was preparing for the, the last exam. It was awesome. You're it, doing was, the next Stanford prison experiment. Oh God.
0: <laughs> but it was really cool. And that works, that is, by the way. You can do that experiment on your friends. That is nutty. Um, A funny one I can think of that's just from How I Met Your Mother, which is... a. Have you ever watched that show? You heard of it? I've heard of it. Yeah, it's just like a modern day Friends. It's shit, whatever. Laugh track.
1: I know I'll say things that will piss people off because so many people like that show.
0: Let's shit on How I Met Your Mother, Friends, and Big Bang Theory. And just, you know, there you go. I love, by the way, sidestep. I love the
1: edits that people have done to those where they take out the laugh track. Oh, it's so... It it feels like a post-apocalyptic world. Oh my god, it feels like it's written by a like a sociopath. Really? Like, it really does. It's so creepy. If any of you haven't seen that, go on the good old YouTube and find like an episode of the Big Bang Theory and where they take out the laugh track because then you realize there are no jokes.
0: They have to. They have to play... The laugh track for the actors, because I cannot see the actors just like pausing for that long. Can you? Right. It's got to feel weird. I know like when I, they did actually
1: filmed in front of live audiences and that's the difference. I don't mind. I actually. So I loathe half tr- uh, laugh tracks. They drive right. me fucking insane. I can't watch a show that has one. I, right. I just I rage. I just rage. I'm like, where was the joke? Was that a joke? Did somebody say something that was funny? Did I miss it? <laughs> Where's but the joke? The, the old shows where they actually recorded in front of a live audience right. where it's a real uh, crowd laughing. I'm totally fine with those because right. you can hear how natural it is. And it's also gauged to how funny the joke was.
0: Right, like you hear you're, you'll hear the ah, you know like ah, that was funny, or you hear the you're here you will hear the coyote woman who's there like yeah once every three episodes just losing her shit yeah and like the perfect example is Seinfeld oh yeah
1: like there's a good one there's a live audience there and they're laughing and they when Kramer busts through the door and they cheer like it fits and it feels natural I think the same thing with uh, what was that show Married with Children.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Married with Children, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Like, they
1: had those kind of things, but it felt so natural. But if you... Oh, God. The modern ones, like Big Bang Theory and stuff. So, are they trying to condition us with those laugh tracks? Is that what you're trying to tell me right now? I don't know. I think they're trying to make it seem like,
0: wasn't this a funny show? It kind of does feel a little bit like, like some conditioning, though. Like, does your... Hmm. I wonder if you could... You probably couldn't objectively measure sense of humor and see if it gets shittier after you watch a show like Big Bang Theory.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well it it would be really funny if somebody actually not only edited out the uh the laugh tracks but the pauses for them. Oh. And made it seem like it was a naturally cut episode without the yeah. sounds. Would anybody laugh watching that episode? I that. think that's a great experiment. It feels like a fo- philosophical
0: question, right? And I say nay. <laughs> if Big Bang Theory is played in the woods, will anybody laugh? No, no because one's it around sucks. To hear it. Okay, what um, were you talking
1: about, the, the example from them?
0: Uh, oh, How I Met Your Mother, yeah. Uh, dude would get boners while brushing his teeth was the conditioning example from that show. Oh. Because his wife would orally pleasure him so that he would brush his teeth. Which, okay. I mean, sounds like a good deal to me, except getting toothbrush boners for the rest of your life doesn't sound as fun. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> and I
1: I did, I did. think this is like one of those just stories that were on the internet. But I remember reading somewhere that uh, some guy uh, noticed that well, whenever his girlfriend would put her hair in a ponytail, he would have the same was- <laughs> response.
0: Yeah. I'm sure you've heard that. I've read that one, and I've also read the one about uh, his girlfriend crying. Oh, right. Yeah, because usually after his girlfriend cried, they would get intimate. So then it started to be like every single time his girlfriend cried, he would get an erection. He's like, guys, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> i just into weird stuff. Ed. That's fine. Yeah. Um, That's fine. Crying porn. Um Crying armpit porn. Armpit? By the way, let's uh, kink shame that on this show. If you're into armpit porn, we're kink shaming you.
1: Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. It's totally a thing. Of course it's a thing.
0: Right. The internet's yeah. a thing. Right. I mean, inflation, That that's a thing, right? <laughs> inflation fetish. Ugh. I don't know, dude. I don't know how people get fetishes like that. You know, there's something I can understand. I'm like, all right. But then others, I'm like, what happened in your development as a child that this is what does it for you? Well, if you want to be that person, come on to the show. Yeah, tell us about how you were classically conditioned by Bozo the Clown folding balloon animals for you. And now you have an inflation fetish.
1: Oh, that would be hilarious. Tell us. That would be really funny. Um, Funny or scarring? Eh, yes, <laughs> um I keep getting a a little distracted and I'm shifting around in my chair a lot because update from our last episode, which we recorded just a day, so there's just a day in between our last time. Yeah. I am still covered in fucking hives.
0: Oof. And mm.
1: I am so itchy right now and I'm so sick of taking Benadryl that oh my god. What is that I stuff have called? Zombie
0: cancer. Calamine lotion. You gotta slather that all over your body. God. I need to take a bath in it. You need to go get into a hot tub of Pepto-Bismol and then we're going to shave each other and then (laughs) clip my toenails. Yeah. I'm so glad you got that.
1: Yeah. What is that from? Um, Is that an Austin Powers reference? No, that's
0: Rat Race, man.
1: Oh. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I haven't seen
0: that movie in a long time. Right? Since I was a kid, but it's still there. Yeah, I can Comes still. Up every I so still often. pulled it. <laughs> Isn't it weird? I think we've talked about this a little bit too uh, in our league episode. How you have these parts of your brain that forever will store useless information. Oh yeah. Like there's no getting rid of it. It's just there. Yeah, like the entire script
1: of Kung Pao. I've got it. Yeah, it's all for in some it.
0: reason. I mean, well With- you. I was going to say uh, tomorrow, about, you could uh, you, it, it, you uh, could you could you could suck my dick. <laughs> you, you can su-
1: <laughs> That was the first time
0: we've had it. 20 episodes. That's the first time we really did that. Aw, happy 20 episodes. Aww, cute. Aww. You could have a traumatic brain injury tomorrow and all you could remember is fucking Kung Pao.
1: That's true. And
0: brain the only way you could can converse can. with people is with the script of Kung Pao. Yeah.
1: That's a lot of nuts. <laughs>
0: Um, That's your answer in the affirmative, yep. Nick. Do you want to go for a walk? That's a lot of nuts. <laughs> I think so. I think that w- that would be fun.
1: Why not? So i uh, I bought my well. Oh, ooh! Oh, almost got myself in trouble there. I did not oh. buy myself. My wife bought me. Oh. Uh, we talked. We talked about before uh, my love
0: for fountain pens. Mmm. I got. It. Is it a demonstrator? It is. Have we ever told you that a demonstrator sounds like a kind of, like, sex abuse uh, criminal? <laughs> here here <laughs> comes Jim, the demonstrator. Yeah, yeah. You get it. I do get it. Um, is your pen's name Jim? It is now. Awesome.
1: Uh, I, It's my fr- the first one I've ever had of a demonstrator, um, which... Is a It's a type of fountain pen where the body is uh, transparent. No. So if you put a fancy colored ink in there, it looks cool as shit. Hold on. Do you have it
0: close to you? Because I don't give a shit about our audience right now. Oh. I'd love to see it. Yeah, sure. Right here yeah. in my
1: drawer. Right here in the drawer. Open up the drawer. It came stuff. in a fancy case. Um, Whoa. Oh, if any of you do want to see it, uh, go check out my, uh, my Instagram. It's on hey. there. There you go. Um, He's giving
0: you an avenue to see the pen,
1: which is, oh god, what is, what is my thing? Uh, at Nick Farr seven, N I C K F A R R, the number seven, four
0: twenty, um, Nick Farr sixty nine.
1: Yeah, <laughs> slaying your mom at Call of Duty. Um, <laughs> here it is.
0: Whoa! Oh, that's nice. Have so you written a lot with it yet?
1: just a, a little bit. So one of the reasons I got this one is in my in my little language notebook when I've been practicing I I break each page of daily practice into sections depending on which language I'm writing and um, m- my wife, you know, who just like your wife has a crazy colorful artistic uh bullet journal was like you should do different colors and I was like no nah, the only reason I'd really want to do that it is, is to have a variety of fancy pens right but then as I I saw just casually browsing somewhere on the internet somebody was do, practicing writing Chinese characters with a red uh a beautiful red ink with a fountain pen and I was like mm. oh hashtag bust and yeah. so that's what I bought. I got or she bought me. Thank you, wife. Um, Thank you, wife. Uh, she, she it's a called a Moonman M2 demonstrator, and I bought this. Uh, what is this ink called? Um, Thornton's, and I just got like a classic, classic red. And so then when you fill up the demonstrator, it looks like a red
0: lightsaber, and is awesome. Um, yeah, thank you for not sponsoring this podcast, Thornton's.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah thanks. I'll take <laughs> money, please. <laughs> um, and uh, so I, I've started writing when I do my Chinese practice. I do it in that red. And God damn, I love it. Is there a and reason so you it, got
0: red? Is it because it's like the good luck color over there or something?
1: Well, I think there may be something of just like associating it with China, you know, seeing Chinese characters in red is quite a common f- thing. Red that on the flag. I don't yeah. know. It just it just seemed to be very aesthetically pleasing to me. So yeah, I went with red. Now I, I need that. to figure out. I I still do uh, Spanish and Russian in black. So I need to pick. I need to pick colors.
0: Mm, I think you should do red for communist languages. So <laughs> Russian and. Ch- <laughs> <laughs> Technically, if you were learning like a Cuban dialect of Spanish, I guess you could continue to use red for Spanish, too. So,
1: yeah, well, I might do uh, the fancy pen that I use at work is is a really nice purple, a dark purple. I do like that. So maybe
0: I'll I'll get one for home or something with a nice. By the way, uh, Mm -hmm. I want to thank your wife um, for the black paper tip she was giving me yesterday. Right. You remember that you were there for that? Uh Will you f- fill in the audience? Yeah, so <laughs> I take um, pictures with an Instax, which is kind of like a Polaroid camera because I'm not artistic and that is a point and shoot. And I like the fact that instant gratification. It's nice. Oh, yeah, um, it's just bam. You get your yeah, picture. I get it. And then I can glue it in my Bujo. But she said that I could glue in black paper into my Bujo and then glue the stuff on top of that and it'll look super pretty. And she's right. But I'm never going to use it. But I wanted to thank you for the tip anyway. Why are you never going to use it? <laughs> because I'm too lazy. Oh, like, to I put pre- the, yeah, the black Yeah, I appreciate. I wanted to say, I see you. I appreciate the thought you thought of me. And we're like, you should do this. Thank you. It's not going to happen. But thank you. Why Why is black uh, better? Uh, the Polaroids have like a white border, right? And my, mm. my book is white. Right. You mm-hmm. know, I'm white on white. That's not exciting. Two white people together. Yeah. What are you, my marriage? Yeah, exactly. The whitest people I know. Oh, all right.
1: So, but you're not going to do it. So I'm no. sure she'll be happy to hear that. Yeah, thank you
0: for telling me something I'm not going to do.
1: Yeah. Um, I, as, as we get near the end of this episode, semi near the end, I thought it might be fun to go back to an old classic, which is Uh, ridiculous uh, articles (gasps) that I stumbled in. I missed this. You missed it? So, I don't know which one to start with. Should we start with uh, kind of gross or kind of sad?
0: Is there a kind of gross, sad option? If not, then kind of sad, depress me. You want to go with the kind of sad one? Alright, let's see. You, and you
1: may have heard about it. This is a little bit of uh, old news at the time. Oh God! An auto-playing video. Stop My it! My, I love Stop this. it! So this one, is, I mean, we're we're late to the game on this. This is like 15 days old. <laughs> but
0: here's here's
1: the headline: Man sues parents for destroying his twenty-nine thousand dollar porn collection.
0: I actually did not hear about this. Yeah. Tell me more.
1: (laughs) So the man's dad allegedly admitted to destroying the porn and said, I would have done the same thing if I had found a kilo of crack cocaine. Uh, uh,
0: does he, I mean, how long did it take him to amass that collection? Does he, Uh, does he tell us what it is? Well, let's find out.
1: Um, in, in Indiana man, man, I should have moved to Indiana. Um. (laughs) Destroying his valuable porn collection. Okay, who uh, wanted to only be identified as Charlie? Wonder why. No last hey there, name. Chuck. <laughs> no, no last name there, Charlie. Um, which included uh, was valued. Oh, okay, actually valued at twenty eight thousand nine hundred forty dollars and seventy two cents.
0: Ah, oh, come on, give him the twenty nine k.
1: Which includes more than. 400 VHS tapes More than 1,600 DVDs 160 plus CDs And 70
0: sex toys How does one go about Becoming a porn aficionado Or porn collector Um Buy lots of porn I guess that's one way Do you? I mean are there any prereqs to that Like have a broken home You know I don't know <laughs> dad left for a pack of smokes never came back came back with a porn mag for me
1: that's a that's a lot and you know what i find most interesting okay vhs tapes dvds and the toys got it i understand collected a whole bunch of that stuff what's puzzling me is the 160 cds
0: are they all copies of uh, Bloodhound Gang music, or is it actually like?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I want to know. Like, what the hell is on CD? All right, I'm sorry. It's it's think.
0: it's proto ASMR, is what it is. That's oh, all it is. He had 160 ASMR CDs.
1: What what is uh, what is?
0: Oh God, typing CD porn. Uh, nope,
1: nope. Oh no. Man. Are you getting CD
0: rule 34? I can only imagine that center hole being put to good use. <laughs> oh. <laughs> God, I, ugh, no. Ugh. Um
1: Okay, so he is seeking a total of $86,822.16, which includes the value of the missing items and the amount it would cost for him to replace them all. And this
0: is his parents. Wow. How old is this dude? Did they say his age again? I I must have missed it. Does it say? Does it say? These are good questions. Because if it's it's VHS tapes, I feel like he's a 50-year-old basement dweller and his, like, Um, 70-year-old mom was like, Charlie, I'm going to delete your porn.
1: Oh, okay. So he moved to his parents' home uh, in October 2016 while going through a divorce. Of course. Yep. (laughs) All right. Yep. And then he stayed there for 10 months and and left,
0: and but he had left his collection there. Um, he's balding, he has a beer gut, he wears pedo glasses, maybe he's got facial hair, I'm not sure on that one. Wow. Uh, it says that uh, he
1: filed a police report um, after finding out that they trashed his collection, but the prosecutor's office declined to file charges against his parents.
0: Whoa. Interesting. Is that, I mean, is that, taking law out of this, is that morally right in your opinion? If somebody trashed 30K of your property and it wasn't porn, how would you feel about it? I mean,
1: yeah, like you your instruments. feel and stuff. for him there. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's not wrong. No. Right. I mean,
0: it's kind of creepy that he had $30,000 worth of porn just lying around his parents' house. But, you know, $30,000 of his stuff, I get it. Plus, there's probably a lot of sentimental value in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got and his booty jams 2009 <laughs> video in there.
1: Backdoor Sluts 9. Yeah. Um, so it says from... Okay, here's a quote from the dad. Believe it or not, one reason for why I destroyed your porn was for your own mental and emotional health, he said. I would have done the same thing if I had found a kilo of crack cocaine. Someday, I hope you will understand
0: Interesting. So they're they're from the pornography is an addiction school of thought, I guess. It sounds like it, but also
1: it could just be due to the scale. Like, I wonder how they would have responded if they found, like, two DVDs in a magazine, right?
0: Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, so it's just, it's, oh, yeah, Charlie has needs versus, holy shit, Charlie, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, to to change the qu- the kung pao quote,
1: that's a lot of porn. <laughs>
0: <laughs> also, did you say seventy sex toys? Yes. How many different ways can you a use a cock sleeve and b shove something inside yourself? Because uh, apparently seventy plus that's a lot. That is yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wonder if that in- also includes
1: like different types of little accessories, or are they oh. all their own? you know, full-blown yeah. whabam.
0: I mean, also, I guess, you know, if you have, like, whips and chains and stuff, that's different, too, right? doesn't all have to be cock-sleeves and inserty stuff. Yeah, okay, I can see it. <laughs>
1: well, maybe right. not for you, but in my house...
0: <laughs> Thus saith the Lord, okay? <laughs> we follow my rules. Yeah, if we look at uh, Pornolonians 2, 3... Um... <laughs>
1: <laughs> and say unto ye... If those must be inside, they must be inside the entire entity.
0: Yeah. And then the next verse is, and if it, they must be inside, please make sure they have a flared base. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> painful call back.
1: Um, yeah. and, I, and I'm just going to say thank you for not sending anything to me. Because oh. I
0: really would have freaked the fuck out. Yeah, you seemed pretty adamant about it. So I, I was. was like, I'm not going to send something. He seems like he doesn't want to, so I will not. And you're right. You are right. <laughs> Absolutely um, correct. That doesn't mean that next time I'm not going to start the episode by reading... Uh, you reminded me of a Reddit thread I read a while ago uh, that was pretty popular. But it's, today I fucked up by coming into a coconut. And we're going to hear about that next time.
1: A, t- a little teaser?
0: Yeah, a little coconut teaser. Tease your coconuts.
1: Tease your coconuts. And with that, please continue the conversation <laughs> as- <laughs> Tell us how you like to tease your coconuts uh, at Show on Twitter, uh, Instagram, uh, OutOfFocusShow at gmail.com. There's links to all that on our website, including our Discord, which is becoming a weird place that I'm totally fine with.
0: Yeah, we have a Patreon now, two bitches. And like I said last time, if you want Nick to edit ASMR stuff that I read, uh, send us money and we'll do it.
1: That's true. We're just you're literally whoring yourself out. Mhm <sighs> Oh who lives with his parents deep in the basement $30,000